better, X or Y, also the Chestnut Appreciation Podcast. I am your host, Tyler, the Yulmanden of this podcast. I am your co-host, Jordan, the Dunche Lauren of this podcast. And I'm Kevin, I'm also a host, and I'm the Baba Chaghalu of this podcast. Now, I still think that that name for Santa just sounds like a drinking game. <laughs> like that you play with your grandpa. Grandpa, let's play some Baba Chaghalu again. You love that. Now, Sonny, you're only, you're only eight years old. I love Smee the Jameson. Uh, did you guys know that Santa... It actually started as Odin, um, who rode an eight-legged horse and would take offerings from the children and leave them candy. An eight-legged horse whose uh, mother-slash-father was Loki. Really? Yeah, no, look up Slipnir. Uh, I know all... I, dude, don't... I wasted so much time on Wikipedia during some of my more boring engineering classes. I know all about Norse mythology. But how did you learn how to how to um, bore through those steel pipes if you weren't paying attention during your boring classes? Uh, my boring <laughs> Well, I had the strength to get on. So. so, as you have probably gathered, this is the Yuletide edition of our Versus and Would You Rather podcast, where we take your burning, burning Christmas questions and argue them here on the show. Oh, God, it's it's so hot. We um, just roast them like chestnuts over an open over fire. Over an open fire. Um, and like Ebenezer Scrooge, we're going to, to relive uh, the past week's questions and find out whether it was bad porridge or if there is an answer to be found. So, our first question comes to us from Tony Skiles. Thank you so much, Tony, who wants to know, elves versus reindeer. And I'm going to put the spin on this of, would you rather have Santa's elves at your disposal or Santa's reindeer at your disposal? Go. It's the classic production versus transportation debate that Marx, you know, was all about. Was he? Yeah. You know, is, is the proletariat going to take a bus or are they going to make a bunch of toys? Kevin, is it accurate that the only thing you know about communism you learned from Randy Newman's song? Um, That and... Oh, yeah. yeah. No, that's it. Yep. How, did that, how did that song go? Can you sing a few bars? <laughs> so long as I've listened to that. Uh... When Karl Marx was a boy, he took a good look around. He saw people were starving all over the place, while others were painting the town. Public-spirited boy became a public-spirited man. And he thought real hard, and he said to himself, I think I came up with a plan. Be no exploitation of the people or their kin. No discrimination because of the color of your skin. No more public property will be not be allowed. No one could rise too high. No one could sink too low. 
or go under completely like some we all know. Uh, that's all I got. <laughs> I'm surprised you had that much. Uh, oh. I sang that a lot junior year of college. Yeah. Pretty much nightly. There's an entire generation that does not realize that Randy Newman was a, a protest guitarist <laughs> before he did a movie called Toy Story. What's that? Oh, it should have been private property, by the way, not public property. Oh, uh, true. Well, He's I actually was, getting inducted the into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame this year. Is that right? Uh, oh, yeah. man, I'll have to go. I'll have to go up and see that. Uh, you know who else down. is getting inducted? Rush. Nice. Wait, the band. Wait, Rush Limbaugh or the band? No, Rush? the band Rush. Ah, oh, bummer. Uh, um, so, uh, anyway, so reindeer can fly. Reindeer can fly, which is you know is great for if you wanna, you know, go on a moonlit ride a la Aladdin. Uh, only this time drawn on a sta- sleigh by magic reindeer. Now, and you, you know, you know, you're going to be able to fly up there all night with only like five minutes having passed. Are these reindeer creepy animatronic abominations like they were in Tim Allen's The Santa Claus? Um, they, yes, they, right, especially Comet, who's going to be farting the whole time. Yeah, they do have the up to um, hijinks. <laughs> They they also make those those weird grunty noises. And are the are the elves also going to be Santa Claus? In which case, there will be a head Jew elf in charge of all of them. Yes, as as it as it was decreed in the Old Testament. That guy, that's the same guy who's on Numbers. Bernard, he's the same guy. It's pretty great. Problem problem with the reindeer though. I mean, yeah, they can fly, and you're going to want to take them out for a ride, but they only work one night a year. And so if you're going to ask them, hey, do you want to go out maybe like every week? Nope. Not unless you want to pay us a whole pile of money. That's true. And the rest of the year, they're just going to be like eating your yard, pooping everywhere. And you're going to have to clean that up. Making clitter clatter on your roof. The rising costs of uh, airplane like transportation these days, it's like even if you're only using them for one flight a year, you're saving like potentially thousands of dollars doing that. Yeah, but what you're not factoring in is the fact that you cannot check baggage with reindeer. You have to pay. You have to. Well, no, uh, you got sorry, that you whole sleigh. You can't. No, you can't carry on. I'm sorry. You have to check. Mm-hmm. That's true because you got to fit it all in that sack. Right. So that's um, going to be expensive. Yeah, advantage, advantage elves, you're going to be able to monetize those toys. Um, but disadvantage, one, it's not going to be anything name brand. They can't make, they can't make a quality Nintendo seal of approval product. Yeah, that they only can just comes make, from China. They can just make little, little, uh... Little wooden trains and ducks and well, like those uh, games where you like try and catch the uh, ball. Oh, and those like wooden spinny things that you put a candle under and the heat causes the the pinwheel to like rotate and all that. Shit. A lazy Susan? Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> that is exactly uh, what I was talking. I, about. I got to get that ketchup. Get it over here. Um, no, that is a problem with the elf scenario. Is that you are going to be competing directly with China? Good luck. Yeah. Also, jumping- disadvantage. Hold on, jumping back to uh, Kevin's Karl Marx discussion. What happens when those elves unionize? 
Oh, you are in so They're much trouble. They're gonna start making then, demands. They're gonna the want North, a dental plan because all they Pole, eat is candy. The North Pole is not a right to work state. It's oh it's, man, they they have the right to unionize and force every elf to pay dues. So, well, not only that, I mean, you're gonna have to work with like a union president or a union steward. You're gonna have to go through arbitration, like. Any, Collective any bargaining, dispute, man. Yeah, any dispute is going to turn into a big old thing that you're going to have to bring in your heavies. Uh, you know those those Russian bodyguards that you probably ordered. And then uh, who who you know are what? the who are the elf scabs? Like who who do you bring in when the elves are on on strike? Robot elves. Uh, those cobblers. Uh, those little... goblin. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Goblins. Wait, what? You, hold on, but... you bring in goblins. That's exactly Ooh, yeah. what you do. Yeah, because cause since nobody cares about German mythology anymore, there are a buttload of goblins just hanging around out of work. Uh, you can so probably that get some pretty, kobolds as well and some... <laughs> All kinds of things. Uh, if um, you're feeling the urge, you could probably get some orcs. Another problem with elves... They were I mean, elves once. They were you're going to have once. to house those elves, and they're all so small... They're just going to, like, be, you know, living in every nook and cranny of your home. They're like, oh, man, I could go for some Orville Redenbacher. And you open up a cupboard and, like, 12 elves fall out. Uh, Tyler, they, you seem they to be... They borrowed all that. Yeah, I was going to say, Tyler, you seem to be under the assumption that elves are borrowers-sized. No, well, if they cram in there. I have big cupboards. <laughs> I mean... Hold up, though. If you go with the elves... There's a one in a thousand chance that one of those elves is Will Ferrell. Oh, that's a very good chance. And, He's a huge elf. And minus minus for reindeer, there is a bajillion percent chance that they're all claymation and really weird and just like have really we jerky motions. They're either you can't claymation. Ride a claymation. <laughs> that's yeah. right. Oh, go ahead and try. If that they're, thing hasn't been fired in a kiln, good luck. They're either claymation, animatronic, or CGI, and none of those three are a good option. Right. All right, so we need to take a vote on this. Jordan, where is your Yuletide hammer falling? Uh, on the offbeat chance that one of those elves is my beautiful blonde dream hunk, Legolas, I gotta oh, go. I thought you were going to say Will <laughs> Ferrell. Uh, I gotta go with the elves. <laughs> Kevin? um, You know what? I think I'm going to go reindeer because... If I need to, I can turn that sleigh into a chariot of death and war and, and destruction. I thought so you were going to need... say, if I need to, I can turn those reindeers into glue. <laughs> oh, well, I could do that too. <laughs> magical and glue. I could adhere things to other things. And make them fly. Exactly. So, yeah, I mean, I think reindeer would make a pretty dope chariot for my, you know, if I'm going to rule the world, I'm going to have to have that. Um... And I am going to go with reindeer as well, just on the off chance that um, Tinkerbell's fairy dust is actually uh, just dried and ground reindeer glue. Oh, gosh. <laughs> so thank oh, you no. so much for your question, Tony. And next time you have to choose between elves or reindeer, go ahead with those reindeer. But please don't do anything we suggested to them. <laughs> Next question comes to us from C.J. Zimmerman with a little bit of a Yuletide tweak. Would you rather get up early Christmas morning or stay up late Christmas Eve? 
go? Well, if you're a five-year-old, the choice is clear. Because you've had so much sugar the night – well, yeah, the night before that you can't Perfect. actually – yeah, that you're actually doing both of these. Actually, yeah. Like when you were a kid, didn't you do both of these things? Like you just yeah, stayed up. you just didn't sleep. Yeah. So, but which is so better? Kinda... Which had the the bigger payoff? Which did you anticipate more? Being... I mean, I like I like me some Christmas Eve night. Why is I that? Can, I can stay up. I can watch Santa Claus conquers the Martians. Uh, I can watch all that late night, you know, Christmas TV. Get some Jay, Christmas Jay Leno going. You know, like none of that is available. The only corollary to that is like, I don't know, good Good morning, Christmas America on like early Christmas morning, and that's garbage. Like, ah, but you, you, you know what them. you do get Christmas morning, Kevin? All them presents. That's true, but it's it's but the worst if you get it. up too early, because you get up like before your parents are awake, and you like there's you're like oh I got it, gotta wait, guys, gotta get started. No, nice. anyone else wake, have to do that? Wake or your did they just up. let you? Well, yeah. No, yeah, if you got up too early, like, you had to wait for your parents because you weren't allowed to – we were allowed to open our stocking, like, take the stuff out of our stockings, but we weren't allowed to actually open any presents. So we just had to sit there. It was, like, torment. And actually, in, in one family video, Immortalized, we were doing just that thing, and it was me and my brothers, and <laughs> I was quoting – It was my brother, my oldest brother. Okay. And uh, – <laughs> And I was quoted as saying, well, this is stupid. <laughs> oh, gosh. Because it was. My family has, like, an entire, like, order that you have to go through. Like, you wake up, and then you have to wait for everybody. And then we do stockings, one item per stocking at a time rotating. Oh, wow. No, you And then after awful. the stockings, no, stockings, you have to have you... time for breakfast and coffee. And then you have to go upstairs, and then you take turns with all of the presents. Stockings Siblings are to be first, inverted, and, and everything kids. falls out all at once. Did you, like, did you grow up in military school? No, like, but I'm that... lucky. We didn't have to do what my mom had to do. Which she only later in her life realized that not every family did. And it was just something her parents made up. But they would um, give the kids Christmas oranges. And say, (laughs) you have to peel and eat this entire orange before we can open the presents. And so as the kids are trying to do that and trying to eat the orange, that was enough time for the parents to have their coffee. (laughs) And I'm definitely doing that to my children. That is like, that's classic Depression era parent. Like... All we had was oranges. You'd be happy with this orange for ten minutes, cause we had that and pigeons. Hey, we you ate know them. how we can modernize that tradition, Tyler? How? Give him a chocolate orange. Oh man! Bang that no, thing that's... against the wall. Splits open. Got them chocolate orange peel. Or that's how a about this? For disaster. Chocolate iPad. <laughs> you crack that iPad open. And drink the chocolate goo that comes out. You eat them chocolate microchips? Yeah, get them Silicon Valley chocolate microchips. Delicious. Um, You see, now, did either of you share a room with a sibling, though? Like, growing up? Nope. Because I did, and I shared a room with my older brother growing up, and then my little brother, because the Christmas tree was always upstairs and he had zero self-control... He would, like, come and, like, sleep on the futon in our room. So it was all three of us in one room. So the parents could, like, set up upstairs while we were supposedly asleep. 
And so when you mentioned your older brother, that is father of the year. Cody father of the year, Cody Crumrine. Which Charles he's not going to be father of the year too much longer. He's only got I know, a, a couple 2012 more days. is almost done. Yeah. Um, but you see, when you've got siblings in the room, part of it is more fun because you're like, oh, guys, I can't believe it's almost Christmas. <laughs> but it also means that, like, they're keeping you up. And you just keep waiting, like there. You get to a point where, like, I wish I could just fall asleep and it could be here. I wish I could just murder happens. my brother Cody. <laughs> <laughs> I remember, um, last year we no, it was two years ago because it would have been before he was married. But we <laughs> were both home um for christmas and we were staying in our old room and we were like what are we gonna do we should watch a christmas movie and we didn't have any christmas movies except we had gundam wing endless waltz which just <laughs> so happens Finest christmas. my favorite <laughs> to christmas, christmas movie yeah. Christmas. Uh, yeah so we watched that and fell asleep about three quarters through dude and miliardo peacecraft is a good guy in that one so yeah that's well great. he's always a good guy well, he's kind of insane at the end of Gundam Wing, but that's another topic. Uh, but that's the thing. You can, like, when you're staying up late on Christmas Eve, it's prime time to fall asleep to a wonderful Christmas movie like Gundam Wing Endless Waltz. Christmas Story is uh, the classic uh, for my family. Somebody puts it on, and I immediately, like, I see the BB gun get unwrapped. Oh, you'll put an eye out with it. And then I'm asleep. Like, I'm gone. <laughs> It's like a quaalude. One time I saw the I saw this leg lamp that everyone was talking about. Uh I finally actually saw it and didn't fall asleep immediately, so that was pretty cool. And that that other time where he said fudge, but I didn't say fudge. <laughs> um uh, another disadvantage of staying late on up late on Christmas Eve is there's always a chance that you'll hear like your your family moving around and it's like it's like oh man i can't go although if we're talking about if we're talking about adult christmas eve chances are if you're staying up late on the eve of a holiday you're probably drinking and i can't (laughs) imagine that hungover gift opening is any fun uh it's amazing First of all, yeah, because... you're gonna have a lot of pain in that eggnog of yours. <laughs> Ew. Um, without staying up late on Christmas Eve, you would never have the song "I Saw Mommy Kissing Santa Claus," and you would never be able to enjoy a confused child's take on adultery. Did either of you actually keep an eye out for Santa? Nope. No, but like. I it was always kind of understood in my mind that if I did see him, I would take that entire sack of toys, all for Kevin. Just be like, I would, I would definitely go home alone on that dude and like hit him with a paint can or something. So, I think that again, point for staying up late. I you have never, a chance of catching. Yeah, Santa. I would. I would never have been able to come up with those plans, you know, unless I thought, you know what, I'm gonna stay up a little late. I stayed up late out. to try and see Tim Allen, but I never did. <laughs> but it turns out he just went to jail for doing selling coke. So yeah. that was a bummer. You're gonna be waiting a long time. It was snow. Um, Let's <laughs> uh, No, no two crack rocks look alike. Um, all right, we need to take a vote. <laughs> Uh, I am going to go ahead and say Christmas morning because as as hard as it can be to wake up early, 
like now that i'm adult i appreciate you know getting up and like having my coffee and just like oh gonna open gifts how did you say now that i'm adult now that I'm adult. Now that are you're now adult. That I'm adult sized. Are you um, taking you're off adult. Your, taking off now that I'm adult, I can take off my shirt and people pay me money. Yes, exactly. Uh whereas Christmas Eve it's just a lot of anticipation, and that's gonna give you upset tummy. <laughs> Kevin? I'm going with with Christmas Eve because everything you just said is wrong. So <laughs> So that you know, that's why. You can't see, but Kevin just did a pretty adorable shrug and head bobble. Which is that's my Adam Sandler impression. I thought you were. I thought you were doing the noises of one of the reindeer in the Santa Claus. All right, uh, I'm going to vote for neither because I'm a working man now and the idea of getting like... <laughs> you just buy your gifts, yourself gifts all the time? Uh, <laughs> you don't celebrate Christmas anymore? <laughs> no, like the idea of getting 12 hours of sleep, like going to bed at 10 and then waking up at like 10 on Christmas. Gosh, <laughs> that sounds like the greatest present of all. That's That's my gift to me. <laughs> so uh, undecided cj thank you so much for your question i'm sorry we failed you um probably the best idea is just to have a nice you know normal solid rem cycle uh before christmas morning you're gonna be glad you did and then yes, you can you wake know, up to that rem coffee CD. with uh with a candy cane wake up and bake some christmas cookies our next question comes to us from Elizabeth Lawton, the wife and now co-listener with uh, Jeffrey Lawton. She's the once and future listener. The once and future listener. Uh, she pulled our podcast out of the stone. <laughs> the the she... rock that is Geodude, Jeffrey Lawton. Yeah. <laughs> and... oh, that's right. Did he say he identified with Geodude? No, he just said that he would accept the nickname if we were offering it up, which oh. we are. Um... And she wants to know work Christmas parties versus family Christmas parties go. And I am a big fan of this question. I'm guessing this is which is worse. (laughs) Uh, I'd say I'd say it's a little bit of both. Which is worse, which is better. Here's the deal. Um, And you guys stop me if this is going to border on offensive. Just stop. Stop. What? What's it? Oh, go, go uh, ahead. Go ahead. No, I feel um, like I know where you're going with this. At my work, uh, well, first of all, at my work, there are people of many different persuasions, and so we can't have a Christmas party, so it's a holiday party. Okay. But we also have JWs, Jehovah's Witnesses, who don't celebrate anything, and in fact, the idea of celebration of birthdays or what have you is not allowed so we can't even have a party it has to be a staff appreciation event which i just had today is, is that why you're was, wearing your three-piece yes your three-piece. because there's a best dressed uh competition which i'm gonna win you didn't uh, already win no well they have to tally the votes oh, they, okay, didn't, good. they didn't do it today so um it's between me and this guy who used his wedding tux 
because he oh, just got married on. early. Yeah, I was like, seriously, dude, you can't. That's do that. cheating. How it many is... ties were you wearing, Kevin? Six. Okay, good at thing. least six. Thank goodness. Um, and I was wearing a Bob Cratchit scarf and had a tiny Tim crutch. Did you have a top hat? Yes, with gloves and a cane. And uh, how about a pocket watch with five? Oh, I did not have a uh, no, and nor did I have a monocle. Oh, I well, could have done so much better. We'll, but anyway, we'll keep you on our Christmas wishes. Um, all that to say, that work gathering was utterly joyless. <laughs> Um, well, here's my problem with both. Uh, it's going to be a bad idea uh, to hook up with any ladies at either. Uh, <laughs> it's going to be nope. especially bad at one, though. Yeah, work. Yeah, the you work. can't poop where you eat. <laughs> um, am I right? So, am I right? Is, Wait, did you just say you can't poop where you eat? Yeah. You've never heard that? I'm gonna move on, uh, but it's because you can't date people where you're earning the bread. Because it's gonna be See, awkward if you break up. The thing is, if you're at a family Christmas party, um, you can, you know, like these are people who know you and know your eccentricities. Like you can be, you can afford to be the guy who, like, everybody's like, oh, Tyler really likes shrimp. He's just gonna eat all the shrimp. Yeah. Or like, oh, Uncle. <laughs> Uncle Joe is, you know, he's a little bit off the rocker again, and that's Un- all acceptable and fun. And, and you uh, know, Uncle John just made a pass at Cousin Susie. <laughs> Classic, uh, hilarious. Whereas at the Christmas party, you're gonna have all kinds of people giving you all kinds of Yuletide drinks, and you're gonna have to be on guard because you know, you, anything that yeah, happens you watch here out is for gonna that. be. Talked about it the in the office for months to come. Tyler's got to watch out for those Yuletide roofies. That's true. <laughs> I thought you were going to make a terrible fencing joke, and I'm so the, glad the you Yuffies. Didn't. <laughs> um, you have to be on guard for that touche, un- inappropriate tu- touche. Oh, I do like that. That's good. My my only uh, thing that came out of my Christmas party, which was yesterday, was I wore a green checkered shirt. And bright red skinny jeans, and so you were the colored man. Yes, and now all of my coworkers just want me to wear those jeans all the time <laughs> because I work at a theater. Oh, wow. See, here's the thing, though. Also, the bad the bad part about work parties is that you gotta you always gotta feel like you gotta impress folks. You know, mm. like you gotta have anecdotes. You gotta have six ties got six ties you gotta remember that everybody else makes more money than you do so you have to have like a subtle air of just anger and rage against them like there's just a lot of appearances to keep up whereas the family christmas party you can be just you know how god made you you can dump your face right into that ham and just just plant yourself there for the rest of the evening because nobody cares uh, Jordan, have you had a, a Christmas party at your new place of work yet? Uh, no, not yet. I mean, we're getting a free lunch on Friday. Ooh. And then Christmas Eve nice. Monday, we are supposed to come into work. But everyone I've talked to says, yeah, I mean, we all come in, but nobody actually works. Uh, it's essentially, it's a half day. It's scheduled as a half day. And you're supposed to bring in something, and we all just have a community brunch. And everyone apparently goes around and visits and eats. 
That sounds, sounds pretty, pretty sweet. awesome. So I don't, there's not a specific Christmas party, I don't think. Um, but there is Yuletide festivities. And I get a half day on Christmas Eve, which is baller. Uh, advantage work Christmas party. It's probably going to be at someone's house other than yours. And most of the food will be prepared by other people. So, you know, as far Ooh. as freeloading, it's pretty nice. Although to mention, with ha- family party, there's a higher chance of you being able to keep the leftovers. But with work party, there's a chance that's going to be catered and that's going to mm, be delicious. Because there's true. nothing better than people who get paid to make food making you food. Because it's going to be good. That <laughs> they know all and about food. They, that's all they do. They just love making food. Yeah, here's dude. Some, that that McDonald's chef. He knows exactly what to do. He's got it, man. Um, yeah, because you're – hey, there's a chance you're going to get some sliders at that work Christmas party. You're not going to get sliders at a family Christmas party because yeah. that's going to be weird. Unless you are the guy who comes to the family Christmas party with a box full of sliders from White, from, uh, White Castle. I was about to say – I need <laughs> brought some sliders. What kind of workplace uh, would get White Castle to cater their Christmas party? Uh, the place I want to work. Exactly. When I start Ooh. my small business, also we'll but, have nothing but small burgers. But, One frame uh, case, please. Party catered. Plus for Christmas party at work, that Christmas bonus. Mm. You worked all year, and it's just going to get true. passed out, and you're going to love it. Yeah, oh, hey there, if, cash that I didn't remember that I was getting. What if you have a Clark Griswold situation where you're expecting the Christmas bonus and you don't get one? Then well, you kidnap then, your boss, like in no, the movie. No, then you sabotage the work party in subtle ways. You get real drunk and then Ooh, belligerent. No, you go around and you're <laughs> like, it's hey. very subtle. You're like, hey, <laughs> did you get 5000 for your Christmas bonus too? And then people are like, oh, you... Yeah, totally. Because nobody wants to say no. And then pretty soon, everybody just assumes that everybody got a bunch of money that they didn't get. And that's when the elves unionize. Exactly. <laughs> and Randy Newman writes a song about, about it. When Karl Marx was boy. Um, <laughs> I love, I'm going to go listen to that song right after this podcast, by the way. Right, I love for a second, song. I thought you just said the elves Newmanize, which would be <laughs> yeah. great. Yeah. Uh, Newman's own elves. They they all play the piano and don't sing very well. Um, a family Christmas party, though. Did I talk about uh, Thanksgiving bingo back in our Thanksgiving episode? No. No? Oh, shoot. Um, hey, guess what? Make every family gathering awesome. I did it first at Thanksgiving, but you could also do it at a family Christmas party. You do a little Christmas bingo where you write down – you and you know other members of your family write down stuff that you know always happens. Like you know Uncle Tim's going to accidentally stank up that bathroom real bad and then he's going to come out and make a joke about it. You know, you put that one on there. You make uh, – cousin, cousin Jim's going to talk about the latest indie music that he's into and nobody else cares about. Apparently all Kevin's relatives are named Jim. Tim, Jim, Tim, Tim, Kim. Lim, uh, yeah, my Korean cousin Kim. Um, 
and uh, and you put it all on there, and then as you you know as the events proceed, you mark your bingo card off, and then if somebody gets a bingo, you have to work the word bingo into conversation to claim your your win. Now, are there is it everyone who plays this, or is it just like the 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 cool people at the kids table it's basically just me and my brothers <laughs> so nobody else knew that it was going on because you don't you, you got to keep the the set you know the sample unbiased like any good scientific experiment you know that that's true uh kevin and or tyler was there any dancing at your work christmas party um very slight very very slight it was more one of the coworkers came up to me. It was like, we should dance this music. And I kind of moved my <laughs> Does she legs. sound like that? Not really. I'm awful at impressions. Oh, okay. that's, that's, that's why I'm an actor. <laughs> we should dance um, to this music. <laughs> was it? Wait, was and the I music? Kinda, I just kind of moved my legs a bit, like kind of 50s twist-ish. <laughs> was, was the music uh, Randy Newman's Karl Marx? No, it, I I was at a Christmas party this weekend, though, where we were all all drinking. It wasn't a staff Christmas party, but um, Mary Did You Know came on the radio, and it really killed the mood. I love that song. Uh, look, okay, here's the thing about Mary Did You Know. The, that, that, that song can be answered in one word. No. No, she didn't. Yes, she did. Because it hadn't happened yet. The angel thingy. The angel said, Yeah, hey, the Magnificat or whatever. You're going to... You're going to have a baby, and he's going to be really cool. But he didn't say, like, hey, he's going to be really cool, and he's going to do these things. He's going to walk on water, and he's going to heal this lame dude, and then there's, and then this is going to happen, and then this, and then this, and then this. Like, he didn't do that. She didn't know any of that stuff. So, no, Mary, you did not know. And on that emphatic note, let's take a vote. Kevin, which way are you going? I, work Christmas parties, because uh, you have empanadas. <laughs> or I did, at least. And I won a $50 Barnes & Noble gift card. Oh. And I got to use that real quick because they're going down. <laughs> Jordan? Uh, I'm going to go with family Christmas party because I still get presents at family Christmas parties. So, Oh. Wow. You, your family's awesome then. Well, my family, I mean, it's, like it's, 10 years ago, my family was like, we don't feel like buying presents for our relatives anymore. So we're not. I, I still have some solid, you know, some, 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 yeah. My, my aunt is still awesome. She still gets me stuff. So I get checks and balances every once in a while. Um, but I am going to go ahead and go with the, uh, the family Christmas party just because I love bingo. And that sounds super, super fun. Uh, although, if somebody knows their workplace enough, I'd imagine they would work there too. As long as you have like a cool roommate, like a Jim and Pam type thing. And then that's going to be the one office romance now, that does work out. Kevin, until you gamble yourself into horrible debt. <laughs> Kevin, could you transform your uh, family bingo, Christmas bingo, into... A drinking game where all those things that would be on the bingo card, instead you take a shot of your egg. Take a shot. Uh, so it would be drinko, drinko, drinko. Um, yes. Just Christmas drinking. Um, Christmas drinko. Christmas drinko. Uh, yes, absolutely. And then you would be so hammered at the end, you'd be like, hey, "Everybody, I had a dog, and Bingo was his name. Oh, I win. Screw you." <laughs> 
<laughs> See so, you at Easter. So thank you so much for your question, Elizabeth. And next time you have to choose between going to the work Christmas party or going to the family Christmas party, just go to the fam. It's going to be a blast. You'll love it. Our next question, speaking of drinking, comes to us from Anna Barnes. Not that she's an alcoholic or anything. It just has to do with drinking. And she wants to know, who would be the more embarrassing friend to go to a bar with? Kevin. Clarence Oddbody AS2, the angel from It's a Wonderful Life, or Buddy from Elf. Wait, wait, wait. Go. Clarence Oddbody AS2? That was yeah. his full name? I looked it up. I guess that's Was that's he was he like one of the Terminator models or what? Like <laughs> Yeah, it's uh angelic servant Dom, second a, uh, a guardian. John Connor, uh, what would your life be like if you did not exist? <laughs> Look around you. It's post-apocalyptic. No one's having a good time. Robots that would everywhere. be the best end to the Terminator movies <laughs> ever. If it just like pulls back and fades out and then it's it's Clarence. Merry Christmas, like, you wonderful old couch. Merry Christmas, house. Merry Christmas, you wonderful old couch and you old tree. Every time the Terminator gets his mark, an angel gets its wings. Rings on bell. <laughs> All right. So, disadvantaged buddy the elf. He's essentially a child. He don't know nothing about nothing. You're going to take him to the bar, and he's going to be like, ooh, pretty neon colors. And then he's going to order some, you know, really sugary drink and get super buzzed and drunk. And then he's just going to, like, start doing crazy speak to everybody. Oh, but wait a minute, Tyler. In his innocence at that bar, he's going to attract worldly wise and worn Zoe Deschanel over to you. (laughs) And then, like a true wingman, you can stab him and then take Zoe for yourself. Do you want Zoe at this point in time, though? Uh, she has one of the mo- more successful sitcoms on primetime, so yeah. That's true. Although, my good friend Nelson Lee did go on a date with Zoe and said that she was actually very boring and doesn't like Renaissance festivals. <laughs> <laughs> Completely undateable. <laughs> um, Man! So- what an icy jerk. <laughs> Doesn't like getting a big old turkey leg and seeing some fat dudes joust. What a uh, high maintenance hussy. Uh, isn't that the best of dates, though? <laughs> really, it is. Verily, um, madam, thou art too picky. Please, uh, fair maiden, be the queen in my human chess match. Disadvantage Clarence Oddbody AS2, though. Um... You're going to go to the bar with him, and he's just going to be guilting you the entire time. <laughs> so you're like, oh, well, if you want to make that choice, you know, I'm sure, you're, I'm sure well, your family will be fine <laughs> um, in, in the yeah. future. Or, like, what if just every decision you make, he's like, what would happen if that didn't happen? Like, what would happen if you chose a Heineken instead <laughs> of a Killian's? Let's find out. Oh, it's pretty much the same. Okay. Although it could be a good learning experience if he like showed you exactly what went wrong every time you struck out (laughs) 
with a lady or or he could be like oh don't feel bad this is this is what your life would have looked like together turns out she's like crazy bonkers what if it what if it she's all the boils down catfish. to like <laughs> what if it all boils down to the like he's like well it's actually just you no matter what choices you make you're kind of undateable <laughs> That's a bummer. I don't know why he talks like a, either a vampire or like a, or a game show announcer. <laughs> I thought you were saying, don't worry about it. It's actually just you. The entire universe is just you. <laughs> Everything else is a figment of your imagination. Uh, man, that's some real meta crap. If Clarence Thomas is going to go that like meta on me, I don't know if I'm ready for that. Supreme Court Justice uh, Clarence Thomas. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> Clarence... Clarence Oddbody Thomas? Uh, Clarence Oddbody either sounds like a Tim Burton character or a, uh, you know what? He sounds like a Bond villain. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. No, that or like, if yeah. it was just Oddbody, it could be a Transformer. Probably a Decepticon. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's... Spot on. I'm pretty sure. Noise. I'm pretty sure Clarence is actually just um a program within the Matrix that kind of like is like, oh well, would you like your life to have gone this other way? Is Jimmy kind Stewart of... like a glitch then in the Matrix? Yes. You are. You are actually the sixth Jimmy Stewart. <laughs> there were five before you. All his stuttering is actually like they all tried to get marry the moon. <laughs> wow! 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 Um, that is a good plus for Clarence Oddbody and Clarence Thomas, wherever you are. Um, I mean, that would just give you free reign to just do a Jimmy Stewart impression for everything. Anytime you're talking to that guy, you're like, whoa, whoa, Clarence, I, with, with the, the, the children of Mr. Senator, bunny. You could go up to a girl and say, You want the booze, Mary? I'll get you the booze. <laughs> Do you want that lawn chair, Mary? I'll get it for you. I want to go to a bar where there's lawn chairs. <laughs> that would be the best. I was just thinking he was going shopping, you know. Or, oh, all right. Do, do you want those eight-inch nails? We can put a picture up. We're going to put up a... Um, disadvantage Buddy the Elf... You're gonna have to like take him home and take care of him and like make sure that he doesn't get himself killed on the way back. Whereas Clarence, you know, he's he's not even human. He just kind of flits and floats. Whereas uh, Elf is just Buddy is he's just a delusional human. And you know what? Another major big disadvantage. This is actually probably the deciding factor of why I cannot vote for Buddy the Elf. Peter Dinklage doesn't like him. So oh, that's true. The I dink. Can't, uh, he's I can't he's the number one sponsor of our podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Aside from George Hampy of georgehampy.com. Right. Oh, yeah. Of, of www.georgehampy.com, which um, I heard he has a, a lot Facebook of... page, too, that you can like. He does. You can like that. If you search George Hampy on Facebook and you pick his artist page and not his regular person page, um, you can like that. Ninjas version and podcast likes that. <laughs> there's a lot of um, there's a lot of great holiday themed you know stuff going on there. So <laughs> yeah, he's know. something else. Else, 
Anyone? Uh, What's that? Hey, hey, hey! For the ten people that saw that, here, there's a little, there's a little something for you. I love that web series. All right, we have <laughs> three episodes. We have to take a vote. Um, Jordan. As I said, I can't vote against Peter Dinklage. Oh so yeah, I gotta go. I, I, even though, despite the fact that It's a Wonderful Life is yet another movie that I have never stayed awake for the entirety <laughs> of, uh, and I actually legitimately can't. I, I can't say I've ever actually seen Clarence Oddbody. Like I've seen the beginning and the end of that movie, and the whole middle part I have missed. So I, I know nothing about Clarence Oddbody, but. Uh, I will vote for him. He's probably um, cool, right? Is he bald? Mm, no, but he's approaching. Uh, <laughs> I am also going to go with Clarence. Uh, one, because I don't want to have to take care of Buddy. And two, because It's a Wonderful Life has one of my favorite lines from any movie. And that is the guy at the ballpark who says, I wish I had a million dollars. Hot dog. <laughs> Kevin, uh, that sounds like uh, what you said before sounds like something that you would like tell a friend that you were trying to set up with a bald guy. Like he's 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 not bald, but approaching. I mean, he's bald, but approaching. <laughs> you know, you can you can get to know him real good and know that he doesn't have any hair. Um, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go, Buddy the Elf, um, just because. He's got all them friends. He's got James Khan and Khan. Uh, he's got that narwhal who goes, oh, "Bye, buddy. Hope you find your dad." That's true. And I always think of Tyler when I hear that <laughs> because so. I say that all the time. Yeah. So, I think I got to go with that. <laughs> so, it doesn't matter what Kevin thinks though because Jordan and I said the same thing. So, thank you so much for your question, <laughs> Anna. And uh, next time you're hitting the bars, go ahead and bring your guardian angel with you, and and not your your adult child friend who thinks your, he's enough. Your guardian angel. And our final question. Uh, this is one that I came up as an example uh, for when we we're getting Christmas questions, but it got some really good response, so we're gonna argue it. And that is, would you rather have Kevin McAllister's Home Alone Christmas? Or John McClane's in Die Hard. Go. What? Well, Home Alone 2 is pretty much my life. So. <laughs> Kevin! Kevin! We, we left Kevin in New York because he moved there. If That's you why do, we left him there. If, if you're disobedient, do they threaten to make you sleep with the kid who wets his bed? Uh, <laughs> go easy on the Pepsi, Fuller. The rubber sheets are packed. <laughs> Um, Go easy on the energy drinks, Kyle. <laughs> uh, you're such a disease. Um, well, here's the thing that would be great about having the Home Alone Christmas is that you could do essentially everything to a human being that should kill them, and it won't. Yeah, you get to live in this like this Christmas paradox for a little while. Yeah, so it's like, whoa, I just he just stuck his head in a bowl full of kerosene and lit it on fire, and he did not die of third-degree burns. It's a Christmas miracle. I saw that, I saw that guy's bones. He yeah. got electrocuted, and I saw his skull. <laughs> He just uh, had five bricks hit him in the face. Face from that three stories up. How many concussions is that? Like all that of is, them? 
all of the that concussions. Is, that is one of my favorite drinking games where you watch that movie and you just drink every time something happens that would have killed them. <laughs> that um, is a good one. But point for Die Hard, um, it's Die Hard. Yeah, that's true. Second, well, second point for Die Hard, Carl Winslow. That's true. <laughs> Carl of Duty 2, Black Cops. Um, uh, Carl Winslow playing Sergeant Al Powell. Um, let's look at the endings of these two movies. With Third point for Die Hard, <laughs> Severus Snape. That's true. Wait, is he the bad guy? Yeah, yeah he, he is. is. Oh, that's awesome. I forgot about he that. He plays uh, Hans Gruber. Right. Hans Gruber. Oh, yeah. Uh, fourth point. For Die Hard, Hans Gruber's attempts, or I should say, uh, shoot, what's his name? What's the guy who plays Snape? Shoot, I'm, I'm drawing a blank here. Um, 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 um. Anyways, his attempt at an American... Broody Mick fan art. <laughs> his attempt at an American accent when Bruce Willis runs into him but doesn't realize he's Hans Gruber is so comically bad. Uh, it's just delicious. <laughs> He's like, yeah, I'm from the south. <laughs> oh, man, uh, I really could use a cigarette. Ooh, one, another point for Die Hard Christmas. Helicopter. Ooh, yeah. And, I mean, let's look at the ends of these two movies. Uh, at the end of Die Hard, sure, you've gone through, you know, a hellish experience and had to learn how to climb through a whole lot of ducts. But in the end, you've got a wife that loves you and you've saved the day and be the bad guy. At the end of Home Alone, all you realize is that you have a family that is super negligent and really doesn't care about you and that you're lucky to be alive. <laughs> Let's look at but... some disadvantages of Die Hard, though. Uh, if you have Die Hard Christmas, you're going to have tons of glass in your feet. Oh, yeah. That's, so that's, true. that's a thing you're going to have to deal with. Uh, another disadvantage of Die Hard Christmas is uh, you're going to be living in a universe that has the most inept police department and FBI ever possible. And let's news not forget. Teams. Let's not. Oh, the news team was terrible as well. But the <laughs> FBI guys who decided to try and lure the terrorists up onto the roof uh, and the guy pulls out like the fbi agent pulls out like a machine gun and says just like saigon or something like that <laughs> he's ready to gun down some people uh gosh i'm glad our fbi agents aren't like that here's the thing though with home alone christmas uh you're gonna have two good home alone christmases and then one terrible home alone christmas uh they're up with to die home hard home. There is a Home Alone Four. Oh, there is a five. Came out this year on USA Network. Uh, I watched Uh, the. Oh, I did see the ads for that, and it looked awful. What was sad was uh, the main bad guy is an old guy played by shoot, what's his name? It's the the guy who played Alex in A Clockwork Orange, and he's a lot older now. Uh, Oh, um, John Voight. No. (laughs) It was just really sad though seeing. Uh, this old guy get hit by booby traps. Um, was... Oh yeah, that would be terrible. You, but yeah, so like with Chris, with the Die Hard Christmas, you're gonna have Christmas, 
Christmas Harder, Christmas with a Vengeance, uh, Live Free or Christmas. Uh, it's going to be great. You're going to have at least five great Die Hard Christmases. Well, that's not exactly correct. Only Die Hard 1 and 2 took, take place during the Christmas season. Yeah, although so both are does, documentaries. That does limit us uh, in this scenario. We cannot uh, take in the joys of Samuel L. Jackson in Die Hard 3, but we are saved the uh, horrible, horrible experience of having to deal with Justin Long in Die Hard 4. So <laughs> you take some, point. you lose some. Uh, hmm. This is a tough one, but we need to take a vote. Kevin, you can start. Okay, I think I'm going to go Home Alone Christmas because you're going to be able to convince Rob Schneider that he's a homosexual or however that went with the movie. And they're like, you've been smooching with everybody. Johnny with the gimpy leg and all that stuff. I mean, that's classic Schneider. You know, I mean, that's him at his finest. That's very true. Uh, and I am going to go ahead and go with Die Hard because it's, you know, it's going to be hard not to die, but that's going to be a Christmas to die for. <laughs> Jordan. Uh, you know, as days go by, we're going to fill our house with happiness the moon may cry. We're going to smother the blues with tenderness. When days go by, there's room for you, room for me, for gentle hearts and opportunity. As days go by, it's the bigger love of Carl Winslow. I was going to say, are those the lyrics to Family Matters? Why, yes. Yes, they are. <laughs> so thank you uh, so yes. much for listening, everyone. Thank you for joining us on our Christmas episode. If you would like to send us any questions, we are going to be taking a break next week while we uh, travel around for Yuletide. Um, but Jordan and I are going to be visiting Kevin in the upcoming weeks, which should be a hoot and a half. We'll see if anything comes out of that. Oh, gosh. Please do. Oh, but you are you guys are coming? Because I forgot to ask you if you're doing that for sure. Oh, no, we're, yeah. we're doing it for sure-ish. Oh, good. All right, good. I totally forgot about it, but Jordan reminded me. I was like, oh, yeah, that's something I do want to do. Um, so thank you so much. Uh, but if you would like to send us questions, you can send that to Ninjas Versus. That's VS No Period Podcast at gmail.com. Uh, you can find us on Facebook. We have a page there where we ask for questions. We have discussions. We post fun videos. Adam Burgess especially has been knocking it out of the park with some uh, Sonic Super Saiyan videos that really uh, just hit just the right spot for me. Get and some more audio questions in there too. Yeah, we have a couple cute audio questions. Oh, but nice. we always, always want more. And... You can also go ahead and tweet at us at Ninjas vs. Podcast or with the NVP hashtag. Jordan, do we have a tweet of the week? Uh, we do. It is from Olivia Gangnam, whose last name is really close to, close to Gangnam, which is pretty cool. <laughs> I was going to say. <laughs> uh, who says, literally just passed half my palm team in the hall. Hashtag sub team. Hashtag MVP. <laughs> is, that, is that what MVP is? Like... National 
versus palms. palms. Voluptuous palms? <laughs> National voluptuous palms? Well, no, they just know that we're all three of us are cheerleading uh, enthusiasts and <laughs> they want to know, they want us to know all of their stuff. <laughs> and you can Real also sport. You can also find us on ninjas versus podcast.erictribio. That's E R I C T O R I B I O dot com. And we can, you can, we can too. You can stream the episodes there, uh, see little images I find for them, and read all of our spam comments. And this week's uh, spam comment is from Click for More. On episode 22, Sasuke-kun, who says, What's needed for no-fuss strategies in Philadelphia car accident lawyer? <laughs> so, oh, good thank point. you so much. And also, Tors Yuma, on the same episode, who said, Pretty, this has been an extremely wonderful post. Thanks for supplying this info. So, thank you so much for showing your appreciation. And thank you so much to all of you for showing your appreciation for the show. Um, we, the greatest gift of all is the gift of your listenership to us. But if you feel like giving us another gift, why don't you go on iTunes and you can rate or review us and just give us a little five star, write something nice about the show. Or more than that, give this as a gift to one of your friends or loved ones. Oh, just Take your take this episode, burn it on a disc, and be like, "Hey, I made this thing for you to listen to while you drive to Christmas, or yeah. tell your friends to listen to it while driving to Christmas." I don't and know where Christmas money. is. Oh yeah, or give us money. Um, yeah, do that. Build us a donate page and give Ooh. us money. Build us an army worthy, <laughs> worthy of, of donations. <laughs> um, and a special shout out to Zachary Bailey who sent us a really, really nice message on the Facebook. Dude, Zachary, you are the best. You can even tell your brother, Michael, that um, that you are, are slightly better than him, even though he is my grandfather. And Michael Bailey, man. But we, we just, like, you're the best. Warm our heart. And thank you so much, everyone, for making uh, this podcast worth staying up late and editing. And speaking of editing, thank you to our intro and outro from Xmas Movie Soundtrack. If you have not downloaded that yet, go to xmasmoviesoundtrack.bandcamp.com. It's really, really great. Yeah, and a lot of those songs are made out of chopped and screwed uh, Christmas songs. So that's I pretty know. cool. And uh, another plug for cheerfulghost.com. Uh, they added us to their friends of the show page and we really appreciate that and it's a cool place to register the games you play or friends of their page we are a show show show, shows of their page shows of their page friends a show of friends i just i i created a profile on there uh just last night and super cool I put 27 games on there, and I was like, I was feeling pretty dang good about what myself. What games are you playing right like, now, Kevin? Oh, I wonder. Um, I just finished Heavy Rain, and I'm going to play it again to get some more endings out of that. Cool. Because uh, nice. there's a, a truckload of them. And then I'm going to move on to Final Fantasy 13 too, because oh, I'll beat well, Final Fantasy 13. I have fun with that, I guess. I will. <laughs> I enjoyed that game thoroughly. Not Tyler did not. Um, Final Fantasy 13, The Longest Hallway? 
What's that? But uh, apparently 13-2 is much more open. But, uh, yeah, so I had, like, 27 games put on there, and I was, like, feeling real good about myself. And I was like, I wonder what the top is. Oh, it's 720. Oh, good point. Whoops. Didn't realize that I'm a tool. Dude, that guy's probably not actually playing all of those games at once. Well, no, it's just (laughs) the games that you own. You you make a list of the games that you own. Oh. Well, I got you beat by, like, three times that, Kevin. A lot of them were joint ownerships between me and my brothers, and so I don't know if I should put that down. Uh, Excuse me. We'll we'll have to ask John. So, uh, check them out. They're super cool. Man, I probably have 23 games on my iPhone alone. Oh, those don't count. <laughs> our final I question. I didn't put those in. Keeping with our ninjas versus and our Christmas theme, ninjas versus Frosty the Snowman. Go. Ninjas, because uh, they'll also be back someday, back again someday. And when they are, they're going to be right behind Frosty, and they're going to garrot him right in the right in the neck. Frosty, because those ninjas aren't going to be expecting that his weak point is that old top hat. Ooh, that's true. Um, And I am also going to say Frosty, because the ninjas don't know that he's been keeping it Frosty, and (laughs) will be ready to to just mow him down. Stay Frosty, my friends. (laughs) So, thank you so much for joining us. As ever, I'm Tyler. I'm Jordan. And I'm Kevin. And until next time, when Karl Marx was a boy, he took a good look around. He saw people were starving all over the place. Well, as others were painting the temple, blah, blah, blah. And thus Christmas was born. Well, I glided like a ghost of the future, shrouded in my grandma's sheet. The kitchenette light cut a line in the night to the glory laying under the tree. Twenty years later, won't open it up and lead it to the end of a pie. When the crystal got me feeling like a son of a god. Santa son! I kind of want to do China's, which is Don Che Lauren. <laughs> oh, che that's Ren. because they believe that 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 Santa Claus is Don Cheadle in that culture. Don Che Don Che Don Che Don Che